Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me again today. I'm thrilled that I could share with you. I want to talk about change because sometimes change is very necessary in our lives. Change is necessary when you're going in reverse. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that today you'd open our hearts and our minds to realize when we're going in reverse that we need to change, we need to get things going the right direction, that you would lead us, you would guide us, you'd open up doors for us. Thank you for the hearts of your people. Bless them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe everyone knows what I mean when I says, you know, change is necessary. Seems like our spiritual life is dead sometimes and nothing is new and fresh in our lives. And I can guarantee all of us have been there. Somewhere along the way, we've been there. And we recognize that we need to seek God with a greater diligence, to take seriously our walk with Him, to amp up our prayer life, to listen carefully to the still small voice of God in our lives. That's what He wants to do. Paul wrote to the the church in Rome, the Romans, at verses chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, which is very familiar to many of you. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is his good and his pleasing and his perfect will. He tells Romans to view of God's mercy, in view of God's mercy, offer yourself to God and do what is holy and pleasing. Holy means dedicated to God. Paul was reminding the people the importance of being dedicated to God and not to the things of the world. He said, do not conform any longer, sometimes people say, to the pattern of the world, because he knew it was easy to do. That is why he wanted change to take place in their mind, in their heart. And he he said, you need to renew your minds, changing the way you think, so you would honor God. He said, this is pleasing to God. And I'm pretty sure most of us listening today, we want to please God. I want to please God. And I know we're brokenhearted sometimes when we don't please God. Every one of us are broken in one way or the other in our lives. We struggle with things. Every one of us. Nobody's perfect. Nobody was created perfect. If if we were created perfect, we wouldn't need anything. But we desperately do. A very sound and easy principle of advice that Paul shares is this. When the world calls, do not listen. When people at your work call, or even people in your household do things to take your eyes off Jesus, don't listen. And many times it's a very subtle, and pretty soon we see our eyes drifting from the Master to the ways of the world. God has set you apart. He has called you to separate yourself from them. Carry no value that leads to destruction. See, the enemy offers that up under the name of fun. Fun is doing what is right and loving people and and sharing the love of God with the lost world. Now, that's what's fun. But the enemy offers fun in many other fashions. Whoever says serving God isn't fun probably is not serving God. When you give to the poor and you see the gratitude, folks, that's fun. You know, I'm so thankful for the church that I pastor because they are very 
good in the area of missions. In fact, we recently got an accommodation from the National Church of God office. We have 2,500-plus churches, and our church was in the top 10 of giving to missions, and I'm very proud of that. Not proud in a sense of prideful, but proud that people sense the giving is so important to a lost world because Jesus told us to go into all the world uh, preaching the gospel. And we need missions, and we need missionaries. You know, it's been great to help people around the world and encourage them. Pastor TJ, who I had on the air here a while back, uh, was telling me, or I guess maybe coming up, I maybe I'm getting a little mixed up. I think he's coming up uh, possibly next week. Is uh, he's gone all over the place and uh, been a lot of missions, just seeing the power of God work, experiencing the joy of God, seeing generosity and how it works and changes lives. You know, we need to have that generosity to share with others, to pray and touch lives locally and around the world. And I thank you. I thank you listeners that are so faithful in giving to people in need and helping those missions across the world that are truly touching God. One thing that we struggle with in life is fear. Now, I tend to be one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys that going to jump off a, bun- off a cliff on it with a bungee or something. My wife, she'd probably do that, but not me. And my staff, TJ and Max, they would both do something like that. But I don't like fear. But we are fearful of the things ahead of us. And we are fearful to make radical changes in our lives because we fall in life's pattern. And change isn't easy. But people, I tell you this change is necessary. We must seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, as Matthew 6, tells us. Everything else will be added as well, he adds. The key is seeking Jesus first. And honestly, that is a major problem. Since the beginning of time, when Moses led the thousands out of slavery and out of Egypt, they were up and down like yo-yos. They saw the hand of God. They watched the great Red Sea split open to make the way of their escape. They watched the Lord close it on the Egyptian soldiers. They watched God provide food when there was none. But even though the many miracles, while Moses is up on the mountain, having one-on-one with Almighty God, getting the Ten Commandments, the people down below became restless because he hadn't come back. And they turned their back on God, even though they'd watched God work over and over again. And even Aaron, Moses' brother, who served God, they coaxed into making a golden calf by collecting all the gold. A sad thing. Here was a man that knew God, but he was talked into peer pressure to build a false God. They were vulnerable in their lives. And God had to change things. God had to change things, and God has to change things in our lives. We need a spiritual vitality. The Lord will conquer fear in your life. You will struggle sometimes, sure you will. But with God, you will conquer. God used Moses for years. But now, here, isn't this interesting? For 40 years in the wilderness, they wandered out there. And now it's time to enter the promised land. And guess what? God said, Moses, your time's up. I'm bringing you home. I'm putting Joshua in charge. Moses didn't get to go into the promised land. But you know what? Moses got to go into the real promised land, a place called heaven. And I know he'll be celebrated because of his incredible love, incredible dedication to the things of God. Well, Moses said to the people before Joshua led them into the promise, he said in Deuteronomy 31.6, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
Folks, he was encouraging them. You've come this far. Those that were left, those that stayed the course and hung on to Jehovah God would finally reap the harvest of the promised land flowing with milk and honey. But they would have to fight to do it. And he told them, do not be afraid. You're going to run into people. People out there, they're not going to want you to come into their land. But I will give you strength. You know, you you stayed with it. You fought the fight. Some of them gave in over the wandering in the wilderness, and they lost. But those that, uh, that stayed with him, God was with them. He said, I'll be by your side. I will help you. I'll help you with the changes you need to make in your life. And folks, that's what he's saying to us. God will provide you strength in your weakness. The Bible tells us, if God is for us, who can be against us? Romans in Romans. Do you believe that today? Are we living like we believe that? Are you laying it at the feet of Jesus? You know, I've had the privilege of praying for a lot of requests. I had my church lay out some requests. on. We have some crosses that they write requests out. And about a couple weeks ago, it's been a little while now, three or four weeks ago, they wrote some prayer requests on the crosses. I said, just write one word. And there were 70 different requests came on, 17 different subjects they talked about. And I've been praying for those things, trusting God to intervene and believe that God wants to deliver us. And people, I believe God wants to deliver us. I believe God wants to be a difference maker in our life. See, the world changes around us every day, but Jesus never changes. He is the one that is consistent in our life always. In fact, Hebrews 13.8 tells us, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today, and forever. I'm sure glad he is. He loves us no matter what. He hurts folks when we hurt. He wants to walk with us hand in hand. Stay close to the master. Listen to his still small voice. Understand the power he has for us. You know what? Jesus has gone the distance. Jesus went to the cruel cross for the sins of the world. He died for you. And he rose again, saying that someday I will see you face to face. Are you ready to meet Jesus? Are you ready to cross into the real promised land? Moses stayed the course. Many of the hundreds of thousands of people that were saved out of slavery gave in and gave up. They did not keep their trust in God. They allowed the enemy to persuade them that, uh, you know, God wasn't doing anything for them, even though they saw the Red Sea open. They saw it swallow up the Egyptians. They were fed when, when they were going hungry. They saw the power of God, but still, still turned their back on him. People of God, please never turn your back on God. Trust him. Obey him. Be committed to him. Seek first his kingdom and all his righteousness. And people, Everything else will be added as well. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for the great people of this of this radio audience. I thank you for who they are. I thank you for what you want to do in their life. And God, work miraculous in their life. May they follow you all the way. May they stay in tune with you through the good and bad of life that they would know that you are there and that you will never leave them and that you will never forsake them. Give them strength in their weaknesses. Give them power to overcome. Lord, work with them, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.